I'm Sarah, a PA and mama to a six-month-old little boy. And I'm Maria, a third grade teacher expecting my first baby in September. We certainly don't claim to be motherhood experts. In fact, we are just beginning to figure this whole thing out. But one thing that we have quickly realized is that pregnancy and motherhood require a great deal of sacrifice. But what a gift that sacrifice is. It gives us the tiniest glimpse of the sacrifice our Heavenly Father made when he sent his own son to die for us, a death that we deserved. Through motherhood, we get to live out the gospel message of sacrifice daily, as we do our best to love these little people that the Lord has entrusted us with. So whether you're drinking hot coffee and praying to one day become a mama, decaf while you're growing your babe, or cold coffee that was once hot while you meet the needs of your littles, come hang out with us while we chat all things motherhood and discover what the Lord is teaching us through the sacrifices of this sweet season. All right, welcome back to the Cold Coffee Podcast. I'm very excited today because Sarah and Justin are going to share their, Sarah's, whoever's, Priors, Priors, birth story. <laughs> and I've heard bits and pieces, but I'm sure I'm going to hear more today and I'm so excited. Yeah. So I have Justin here with me to help tell the story because I feel like he is bringing a different perspective to the table mm-hmm. and he probably saw and observed a lot of things that I may have missed with <laughs> yeah. my in my moments of pain. Thankfully. Hopefully I saw a little bit more than you. Yeah. Um, well, I had my eyes closed for like the whole time. I'll get to all that. But anyway, um, so yeah, so Justin is here and we are excited to share the story or I guess the my labor and delivery experience. Yeah. So as I've mentioned in previous episodes, we have a six-month-old little boy. I guess actually... He's almost seven months in like a week. I know. I can't believe it. It has gone quickly. Everyone tells you that it goes fast, but you don't realize until you have one how fast it goes. Yeah. But so we're going to backtrack seven months and I love a good birth story. Me too. So I'm super excited to share. And um, so I guess leading up to going into labor. Yeah. I want to hear all this. Yes. So we were living in Charlottesville. While I went to PA school, Mm -hmm. I graduated the end of May, and we, I guess it was mid-June when we found out we were going to be able to move back to Roanoke. Justin Mm -hmm. had found a job. We were praying the whole time, pretty Mm -hmm. much our whole pregnancy, we were praying that the Lord would um, make it clear whether he wanted us to stay in Charlottesville or come back Mm -hmm. to Roanoke, and he provided a job for Justin, which is what we were waiting on, and at the same time, quickly provided a house for us to buy, and so everything happened really fast, but it was awesome, and just such a blessing with our lease ending at the end of June yeah so it's perfect so we mid-June we found out we were going to be able to move back and so we closed on our house in Roanoke on July 8th I was 33 weeks like on the day I still can't get over how fast like the whole process it was yes it was thankfully super fast so because like Justin said our lease ended the end of June Mm -hmm. in Charlottesville But so we closed on our house July 8th. I was 33 weeks. Mm -hmm. And so I was totally thinking, okay, I do not want this baby to come too early because Mm -hmm. we have a whole house to unpack. Mm -hmm. And I just wanted to feel settled. I knew that whatever we had unpacked and decorated or, you know, put in its place or whatever it looked like when the baby was born was probably what it was going to be for a while because life after a baby is crazy. Mm -hmm. So Which I I never believed because I was always like, oh, we're going to have so many projects to do. (laughs) Oh, he thought he was going to be home on paternity leave and like do all of these things. Oh my gosh, whatever. It doesn't happen. No. (laughs) And so anyway, 
33 weeks, I was like, okay, I'm totally fine. Like people would be like, aren't you ready? Don't you want to go at 37 weeks? And I was like, no, I really would love to go as close to 40 as possible. Mm-hmm. Like I want to feel like Because you also loved being I pregnant loved being too. Pregnant. Like that's so important to yes. say. You loved it all. I did. It was, I would totally be pregnant for the rest of my life. Not really. But it was. Like <laughs> yeah. Lucky. For real. But it was the best. I have been obsessed with pregnancy and women's health and all of that even before being pregnant and Mm so I always said if I have a miserable pregnancy I'm going to be so sad Mm -hmm. and so I think part of it was probably just my mindset going into pregnancy I was looking forward to it so much Mm -hmm. but I did I am so thankful I had really no symptoms it's crazy yeah it was the best I felt great I worked out the whole time Mm -hmm. it was oh man it was the best but So I was really in no rush to go early. I was Mm -hmm. totally fine going to 40 weeks, Mm -hmm. um, which is probably like, I'm probably the only person that has been pregnant or had a baby that has ever said that. Most people are like so ready. And we were for sure ready to meet the baby. I just Mm -hmm. knew, okay, this is a lot happening all at once. Mm -hmm. I wanted our house to feel like home and feel settled. And so also, and I know I shared this in the last episode, we did not know the gender. So (laughs) that was super fun, I think. We loved it. We will probably do another gender surprise for the next baby. Um, And so I for sure obviously was eager to meet the baby, find out who they were. Mm -hmm. Um, This little tiny baby we'd been dreaming about and wondering about for, you know, the past 33 weeks. Mm -hmm. But anyway, I wanted them to keep cooking a little longer (laughs) while we got things settled. So um, I guess starting at 37 weeks, um, I went in for my checkup and I think I was, they said I was one to two centimeters dilated and I guess maybe 70% effaced. Also, mm-hmm. I should probably say, and I'll get to this a little bit later. I am like pretty naturally minded, a little bit crunchy. Obviously crunchy. I'm all about modern medicine. <laughs> I'm a PA. I went to PA mm-hmm. school. So totally believe in the power of medicine and mm-hmm. drugs and all of those things. Um, but and I'll get to this as I get closer to like talking about being in labor, but I definitely, my mom had four kids with no epidural very quickly. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Dang. So she had, I think I'm the oldest of four and I think I was the longest labor and from like literally start to finish was like maybe two hours. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And then they just... The, That's unheard of. It is. It's I've unreal. I've literally never heard that I always before. joke that she sneezed and we fell out. Literally. But, <laughs> yeah. So each each of my siblings after me, like it got faster and faster. So wow. it was unreal. So I think I just... That's what I've grown up like mm-hmm. knowing about labor and delivery. And so I just kind of was like, yeah, of course I'll do it without an epidural. Like mm-hmm. that just seemed... That was... Seemed normal to me. Mm-hmm. So anyway, and I have seen I did like I've mentioned two OBGYN rotations one of them was with a woman who is a doctor but also a midwife and so I saw a few out of hospital births Mm -hmm. and then I also did a rotation with a doctor and saw in hospital births Mm -hmm. so I felt like I have you know I felt like I had a good idea and good understanding Mm -hmm. of like both ends of the spectrum yeah so anyway um so yeah just briefly mentioning that, that I was pretty naturally minded. So, um, really hoping not to be induced with Pitocin if I could help it. Mm -hmm. Obviously, let me say this too. If at any point Mm -hmm. I was in danger physically or the baby was, and something needed to be done to save either of our lives, I was all for it. If that meant an induction, a C-section, whatever. So for sure, I was like, do whatever Mm -hmm. you need to do. And that's why you wanted to be at a hospital too, I'm guessing. For sure. Yeah. 
I think, yeah, yeah. just the peace of mind and knowing right. that if something terrible happens or, you know, some unforeseen complication, yeah. yes. Yeah, I think, uh, so I'm not a very stressed person, but I think that would have definitely stressed me oh, out a little bit sure. more not being in a hospital. Yeah, mm-hmm. being at home or something. And I feel like where we live, too, it's not, like, I don't know anyone who's had their babies in the house here. Right. Like, most people have their babies in a hospital where we are, too. Yeah. yeah. Even if it is natural. Right. A lot of people are And I think, right, and that. I think that's the... I think I knew kind of what I, I didn't go into the whole thing with like a written out birth plan. I kind of mm-hmm. had in my head what I hoped would happen or not happen mm-hmm. or whatever, but I mean, it's totally unpredictable. Mm-hmm. So I think I went in kind of thinking like, okay, Lord, you're going to take care of us mm-hmm. as long as my baby gets here. And at the end they're okay and I'm okay and mm-hmm. we can go home and you know, so I kind of knew what I wanted, but was okay with whatever needed to be done. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I went in at 37 weeks. I was one to two centimeters, 70% effaced. Also, my mom went early with all of hers, with mm-hmm. all my siblings and me. And so I think I had in my head, even though I was hoping to go as mm-hmm. long as possible, just for the sake of getting our house ready, mm-hmm. I also was, like, convinced I'm going to go early. Because mm-hmm. my mom went early, and that's yeah. all I had to go off of. I also know that doesn't mean that I was going to go early. Yeah, I think but, I just assumed. Yeah. So anyway, and then, you know, I'm 1 to 2 centimeters, 70% of face at 37 weeks. So I was like, well, I mean, really... Mm-hmm. That also doesn't necessarily tell you how quickly anything will progress mm-hmm. or when you will go into labor, but still my body was starting to get ready and do what it was supposed to do. Which was news to me because, like, I always thought once you started dilating, here comes the baby. Yeah, you're like, yeah. yeah. So I had to explain to Justin, <laughs> that, like, no, this does not mean that I'm having the baby tomorrow or next week even. Right. It's crazy that people can hold out for weeks. Yeah. Like being dilated. For sure. But I was telling him, you know, okay, at least my body is starting to get ready. Right. We're heading in the right direction. So then at 38 weeks, I... Um, they checked me and I think I was really about the same. I don't think much had changed. And, but they asked me before they were like, if you had made some progress and were able to do like a cervical sweep or like strip your membranes, mm-hmm. which is like a natural mm-hmm. form of induction, yeah. um, or like attempt at starting to get things going. Right. They said, you know, if you've progressed some, would you like us to do that? And I was kind of like, yeah, why not? Like the house was feeling pretty ready at that point. We were for sure like emotionally ready, ready to meet this baby, find mm-hmm. out who they were. So um, they checked me and I had not progressed really much at all. Mm-hmm. So they weren't able to do the cervical sweep. So then at 39 weeks, um, I had progressed maybe like two to three. And I think I was 80% of face at that point. Mm-hmm. So a little bit of progress. And so they did strip my membranes, but they were like, I don't know if we did a great job. So we'll see what happens. So at this point, I totally was feeling ready. Like the house was ready. The nursery Mm -hmm. was pretty much ready. We had things, I think, way more in place than what I expected we would. Mm -hmm. So we were like, all right. And I remember calling my mom, though, being like, I'm going to be pregnant forever. Yeah, and I was able to get a couple weeks at the new job under my belt. Oh, yeah. I was feeling a little bit more comfortable. Yes, Mm -hmm. in the midst of all this, Justin had just started a new job. And yeah. So the one thing, though, even though we moved, we were thankful that we were coming back to a place that had been home for us. Right. So we kind of like fell back in with, like we had our community already and mm-hmm. we had a church that we loved and our mm-hmm. family was here. And so we were thankful that like we weren't at least starting like fresh right. in a new place, not knowing anyone. But yeah, so you had a few weeks at your new job. Um, you even got random projects done around the house that you didn't or weren't expecting to get done mm-hmm. before the baby came. Yeah, it was like the things at the bottom of the list when we moved in. <laughs> yeah. We were yeah. like, oh, wow, we'll never have time for these. But Yeah, so we were thankful. We were ready. So 39 weeks, they stripped my membranes. Um, and I think over the course of that week leading up to 40 weeks, I did lose my mucus 
plug. Okay. So I was like, okay, things are obviously happening. Mm -hmm. The whole time, though, I totally wasn't... I really never had many contractions. Like, I wouldn't say I had Mm -hmm. Braxton Hicks. I think actually, though... So I also should say, my due date was August 26th, which Justin's birthday is August 20th. And I'm a huge birthday diva, and I did not want this baby to come on Justin's birthday. I wanted them to have their own birthday. That's Spencer's sister. Yes. Shout out, Lindsay. She was very... Because Eliza was close to their anniversary, and she was like, she better not come on our anniversary. Yes, for sure. So I was just, like, so worried. But so Justin's birthday had come and gone. We, you know, got to go out, do a fun dinner for that. Also, it was so funny because, like, in these last couple weeks, and I'm sure anyone that's had a baby can totally relate to this, you're like, will this be our last date, just the two of us? Will this be our last Saturday morning, just the two of us? Everything that you do, like, is this the last time it's just the two of us? Um, So we had a couple last dates which you know (laughs) it kept happening we're like okay well this next one will be it yeah but anyway so we definitely were feeling ready I remember I I feel like I was getting a tiny bit discouraged yeah like just feeling like Mm -hmm. okay is this baby ever gonna come also just shocked I totally thought I was gonna go early Mm -hmm. um yeah I think we were prepared for it like two weeks early mm -hmm. not necessarily like wanting it to come quite yet yeah uh, yeah just preparing Mm -hmm. yeah so Anyway, um, at 39 weeks, I went. So then I went again. I had an appointment on my due date. I was 40 weeks. And I don't really know if a ton had changed. I think I was still about 2 to 3 and 80%. But they stripped my membranes again mm-hmm. and felt like they were able to do a much better job. Mm. And they were saying, you know, your cervix is more favorable. Mm. They, I think, what, maybe they said, like, oh, I think we can get you to, like, 3 to 4 centimeters, still 80% of face. So... And it was much more painful. So I was like, yes, I do think you did a much better job. But if anyone has ever had this done, you know what I'm talking about. But I was pretty adamant. Like, I wasn't ready to talk about a Pitocin induction yet. I really wanted to at least be able to go one more week and see what happened. Yeah. So um, they agreed. They said, okay, we'll let you go to 41 weeks. And then at that point, we will Mm -hmm. start talking induction. So I went Mm -hmm. ahead. I scheduled an appointment. Um for 41 weeks, which actually I couldn't schedule the appointment for Monday because it was Labor Day and the office was closed. Mm-hmm. So I scheduled it. I was like 41. I would have been 41 in one day. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were going to have me come in that Thursday just for a biophysical profile, like an ultrasound to check on the well-being of the baby mm-hmm. just to make sure that everything was okay since I technically would or was at that point I would be past my due date. Right. So I went ahead, scheduled those two things and went home. And I actually, um, well, I forgot my belt. Yeah, that Justin morning. forgot his belt at work, so he was beltless at work, and so and he works thirty minutes <laughs> from our house. How dare you? I know. <laughs> so he texted me and was like, "That was the days when I used to be able to go to the gym in the morning." Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, those days are are long gone. <laughs> but so he texted me and was like, "Hey, can you bring me a belt?" And of course, I'm like literally so ready for a baby, twiddling my thumbs. I'm like, mm-hmm. "Okay." So I hopped in the car, drove him a belt. That took up like an hour. I got home. I made a smoothie with pineapple because I was like, all right, I'm oh, doing yeah. all the things. Yeah. Um, I texted him and I was like, we need something spicy for dinner and raspberry leaf tea. Yes. <laughs> and so I drank my smoothie and I was thinking, okay, I'm going to take the pups for a walk. Because mm-hmm. like the other thing is when you start to like maybe make some progress, you want to keep moving to right. like, keep things going. Right. So... But I don't remember why, but I was like, I'm actually going to lay down and take a nap. And then I'm going to take the dogs on a walk. 
So I laid down, I took a nap. I don't even remember exactly for how long, but I woke up and was like, I'm having some contractions. And I texted Justin and actually they were like, what, four minutes, three to four minutes apart from the beginning. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And so I texted Justin and was like, I'm having some contractions. Don't rush home yet, but you know, I'm going to start timing them and see what happens. And so. And this was like the first time that you really felt contractions. So it was like. But I knew that's what it was, yeah. right. you know? And you were 40 weeks at this yeah, point. Yeah, So you were sure. like, it's happening. So it wasn't like a bunch of times you had texted me. So as soon as like you texted me, I was like, okay. Like her first instinct is yeah. probably right. Yeah. And this was, what time was this? I, I feel like I have everything. I can't remember exactly, but I think it was like, it was only a little bit before you were supposed to leave from work. Let's see. I drank the smoothie at like 2.50 and then <laughs> She has it written out, y'all. Yes. <laughs> on yes. her phone. I love that, though. That's so <laughs> at fun. three, I'm like, I know I'm going to forget these things. At yeah. 3.45 is when I started having the contractions. They were four to five minutes apart. That's what it was. That's still... Um, and so at 3.50, I texted you. I think I waited like five minutes to text you and was like, you should probably come home. But then I was like, actually, I think maybe wait. And then at four, so 10 minutes later, I was like, okay, you should definitely come home. Also, I just kept thinking, he's 30 minutes away. Yeah. What if something, you know, what if this right. is fast, like my mom's? An interstate. And like, yes, 81. Yeah. And so anyway, so you came home. And um, I think we both were timing them. Also, my plan was to try to stay at, at home and labor at home as long as possible before mm-hmm. going to the hospital. Did you have like a contractions have to be this far apart? In your head before you would go in? I So my goal was to try to stay home as long as... I think what I was thinking was, like, I don't... I want them to be bad enough that I, like, can't talk through them. Okay. Is kind of what my thought process was. And also, since we live, like, five minutes from the hospital, we were like, okay, worst Mm -hmm. case scenario... Mm-hmm. We hop in the car and put it there in five minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, and I had a yoga ball and stuff here. So mm-hmm. I thought like, I'm going to labor at home as long as possible. Um, but I did start to start, I started to get nervous thinking like, what if I'm further along than I think I am? I don't know. I think, so then we kind of decided like, if I'm going to have more peace of mind staying at home, we should stay at home. But if I, if going to the hospital is going to give me peace of mind, mm-hmm. like finding out how far progressed I am and whatever, right. then that's what we should do. So we ended up waiting we didn't go to the hospital until probably like six something. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's kind of just like husbands knowing your wives, like mm. like where they're gonna find the most rest, be the mm-hmm. most comfortable. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah, because Justin was the one that was being like, "Okay, are you gonna feel better if we stay home longer or if we go to the hospital?" Right. Yeah, that's so true. Um, and so yeah, Justin's still timing everything. I'm like throwing last minute stuff in. I had you know my bag ready, but mm-hmm. I had like a couple like my toothbrush, whatever. Right. Um, so we like got all that ready and yeah, I think it was like six something that we went to the hospital mm-hmm. and I took, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> bless you. You're so sorry. fine. But I we took, it coming. I was trying to fight it. So that's okay. okay. Real life. Well, you're not allowed to sneeze Maria. <laughs> um, but we, we took one last picture actually with the pups on the front porch. Yeah. I actually, okay. So I, I did, yeah. I remember. 
remember mm-hmm. that. That was the, you're in labor. Oh, I was in yeah. labor. Yes. You're crazy. You had an orange shirt on. I did. Well, was, I'm really, I just remember. Yeah. Yeah. No. And I, I cried. I cried because I knew Aww. when we came home, it was not going to be the same. Like they weren't going to be the babies anymore. But I also cried on the way to the hospital because I was like, I'm not going to be pregnant anymore. Yeah. So sad. But um, I feel like things started to get a little bit worse in the car on the way. Like I started having some back labor, like some contractions Mm. that I felt in my low back. So anyway, we got to the hospital. We checked into triage um, and they told me it was right around 7, 7.30-ish, 7 I think, which is when the doctors switch out. And so they Mm. said... The doctor that's on right now isn't going to come see you because they're getting ready to leave. Mm-hmm. And the doctor that's coming on will come see you. And I was mm-hmm. like, okay, that's fine. So I'm in triage, um, having contractions. They totally were not unbearable yet. I'm still talking through mm-hmm. them. Um, I mean, they're certainly uncomfortable, but not like this is the worst thing I've ever felt in my right. life. Um, so they tried to start an IV and blew it. And I don't think I was too oh, happy no. about that. Um, and then... They actually, one of the nurses checked me, which I thought was really interesting, but she said she called me five to six centimeters. So I clearly had made progress from that morning when they were saying maybe three to four. So I felt at least better, like, okay, we did the right thing. We're here, whatever. And they were like, I guess, so the doctor finally came to see me and she was like, I'm not going to check you again. You're clearly in labor. We're Mm going to admit you. So we finally got admitted. I think we got to the room, what, around nine something? Yeah. Yeah, that seems about right. Um, so I was in triage for a couple hours, but we finally got to the room, and the nurse in the room was able to start an IV. Um, and I guess really from there, things just started to get a little bit more intense. I don't know. What is your opinion? Well, and we didn't take any classes beforehand. Oh, yeah. We just yoloed oh, the whole did thing. It? Yeah. Hmm. Well, so I but felt also like... You had- seen birth yes. like it wasn't like I felt like I had enough knowledge yeah right it was not a foreign thing to me right but also like when would we have taken a class like we right. moved in the middle of all this right. I was finishing school like we just were like mm-hmm. so yeah we like I knew what to expect but Justin like totally went into this mm-hmm. whole thing blind definitely <laughs> but um but in triage so I'm having back labor and Late, I later found out Justin was like over in the corner, like Googling, like how to support your, oh. you know, partner or wife or whatever through back labor. That's really cute. So <laughs> then he was like. And the nurses were really nice because they were coming in and also kind of uh, like massaging your back and like. Like yeah. applying like counter things. pressure and yeah. stuff like that. So he was yeah. able so to So then pick I kind of just like watched them do yeah. it and picked up on That's what awesome. they were doing. Yeah. So, um. We, yeah, things were, I mean, we were just like trying to get through contractions at that point. One thing that I loved, so at this point, I still don't have an epidural. Mm -hmm. um, And that was my goal. And whenever Mm -hmm. people would ask, like, what are your plans? I would say my goal is not to have one, but if I need one, then I'm okay with that. Mm -hmm. Um, So one thing that I do love about the fact that I didn't have an epidural. Mm -hmm. So spoiler alert, I never had an epidural, Mm -hmm. but was that Justin like totally got to be an active participant in the whole thing. I thought Mm -hmm. that was so fun. Not fun. (laughs) Fun is not the best word to use, but it it was really special. It was really special for him to like be there and be supporting me and loving me through all this and like like, actively participating. But, um, and it was great for me too, because I felt like I had a job throughout the whole thing. And then you're not just, I mean, yeah, you were just laying there. Yeah, for sure. It was so, it's so funny though, because whenever we were reading lists of like 
potential things to like pack in your hospital bag mm-hmm. and have your husband pack and whatever. He kept telling me, Sarah, everyone keeps saying like pack cards, pack a book, pack an iPad, like for the husband. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Justin, if I don't have an epidural, you will be there helping me. Like, mm-hmm. when are you reading this book? When are you playing these right. cards? Right. Um, so, and I think now you like realize like, yeah, there's no way, like yeah, how no. could you have been doing anything else except being there? But I had one of my best friends told me, she has a little boy that just turned one. So she had him, I think, five months before I had prior. Mm-hmm. And she said that someone told her before she went into labor, mm-hmm. a good indicator of how helpful or like kind of what you want your spouse or your husband to do while you're in labor is when you're sick, do you want him to be there like touching mm-hmm. you, holding you, helping you, or mm-hmm. do you want to be left alone? Mm-hmm. And honestly, I don't really even know that I've been that sick since we've been married to really mm-hmm. know. But I quickly learned that I wanted Justin to be right there. Mm-hmm. Like whether that was like, you know, just like letting me lean on you or like you helping push on my hips or like whatever that looked like. I felt like I needed him like to be right there with me mm-hmm. the whole time. Um, and also we were very intentional. We only wanted it to be us in mm-hmm. the labor delivery room. So that was something we went, mm-hmm. went in being pretty intentional about. Mm-hmm. Um, and we actually didn't even want family in the waiting rooms waiting. Mm-hmm. I just felt like, what if this takes me days? And then yeah. I know people are waiting on me yeah. and it just puts unnecessary pressure. Yeah. So that and was I think something. It's just an important moment for us. To yeah. Have. We sure. felt like. So which, we felt like we just wanted that time to mm-hmm. have together, but. Yeah, for sure. Also, we knew, like, okay, we don't know the gender. Like, this is going to be another mm-hmm. thing that is a surprise, and we get to share, and we wanted to enjoy that moment together. Yeah. Um, and figure out a name. We, like, totally went in not sure at all <laughs> what we were naming this baby. But I love it. Anyway, though, so the doctor came in and checked. Also, she told me whenever we got to the room, she said, I'm not going to come check you every X amount of hours. She said, whenever you feel like you want me to come check you, like when you feel like you're at a place where things feel Mm -hmm. different or whatever, then I'll come Mm -hmm. check. So I guess finally, I think I was like, okay, I want her to come check me because I just need to know that everything I'm going through right now is not for nothing. Like Mm -hmm. I need to know I'm making progress and things are changing and happening. Right. So... She finally came and checked me. I think it was 1130 and I was seven centimeters. Mm-hmm. And she said, you have a bulging bag of waters. And she explained to me, she said, I can either break the bag of waters for you. Like I can break your water for mm-hmm. you and it will make things speed up, but they will become much more intense. Right. Or I can wait and let your water break on its own and things will take longer, but be less intense. And mm-hmm. at that point I already was like, I'm ready to be done. I'm ready for this baby mm-hmm. to be here. Just do it. Just break my water. Yeah. And so she did. And she was not lying. Things yeah. got much more intense. Yeah. yeah. Like, I didn't brutal. know that you could be that far along, like seven centimeters and not have your water. Oh, break your water yet. cannot, you can have your water not break until right before you deliver the baby. That's insane to me. Because you see in the movies and TV shows, right, the that's water how, breaks. They're like, Oh, I'm going into labor. Exactly. Another way they totally trick you in movies. Yes. So, yeah. like, that's when you need to go to the hospital. Right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's so, crazy. Yeah, yeah. So it's really interesting. It mm-hmm. can totally break. Like, one of the deliveries I saw for one of my rotations, literally, like, as the baby's head was being delivered, the water broke. Yeah, it's nuts. Wow. Yeah. So she broke my water, and then, oh, my word. It was pretty brutal. Um, and yeah, it definitely got more intense, and I think you felt a lot more in your back. Yeah. It was pretty bad. And another thing that I loved about not having an epidural, if you can love things about not having an epidural, <laughs> um, was just that, and this was something that I wanted, I wanted to be able to labor in different positions. Right. And so I actually was most uncomfortable laying on the bed. 
Right. I felt I've heard way, a lot of people say that. Yes. I felt way more comfortable. Well, as comfortable as you can be. Yeah. Um, I felt better being in different positions. Mm-hmm. So I loved like sitting on a yoga ball and like leaning forward. Mm-hmm. Um, and just different things. I don't think I loved, like they had me stand for a couple contractions mm. and I don't know. I think I just, my whole body did not feel supported. Yeah. Know. You probably, I feel like I'd need to brace yes. something. Yes. Um, but so they were great though about like suggesting different positions and mm-hmm. Justin was great about supporting me in whatever position I was in. So, um, finally, and I never once asked for an epidural. I never once said, okay, just kidding. But I definitely said multiple times. I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah. Justin would be like, okay. Like, <laughs> yeah. We're here. I heard people happening. say that's the worst comment to hear from your wife or like, I'm done. I can't do it. And they're like, um, well, yeah. you have to. I don't, did I say I can't do this? I think I did. Yeah. Yeah, for yeah. sure. But like in that That's like moment, so hard though. Yeah. To hear. Like as the man, you're just kind of the cheerleader at that point. Like, <laughs> yeah. You're just kind of helping your wife in any way you possible and a lot of that's just uh like positive comments yeah. and yeah one thing that we did and I thought this was like so so awesome and we definitely will do it again in the future and I would recommend it is we made a labor pl- I mm-hmm. well Justin helped me but I like over like the weeks leading up to going into labor mm-hmm. I compiled a list of songs and it was all like worship songs mm-hmm. um and so we had we took our little um dot with us to the hospital and had our labor playlist playing and that was so helpful because in moments where I remember the contraction being really bad I just would focus on the lyrics and like yeah and pray please Jesus let this be over yeah but yeah no I think that that was I love that yeah just some like encouragement in the background Mm -hmm. but anyway so we finally I remember being like can you please have them check again like am I ready to push like I just want to push I didn't really and I knew that I would feel like an urge that I couldn't mm-hmm. resist when it came time for me mm-hmm. to actually push. So I wasn't feeling that yet, but mm-hmm. I was just wanting to be at that mm-hmm. point. Um, and so actually the nurse at one point checked and was like, okay, I think you're complete. I'll go get the doctor. So then the doctor came, I was like, totally like, all right, this is happening. I'm going to mm-hmm. push. Um, and the doctor was like, actually, there's still a little bit of your cervix in the way. I want to wait until, you know, that's like, you're not quite there yet. Mm-hmm. And so, I was pretty bummed, but anyway, so we pushed on and then, um, finally they had actually though, when the doctor was in and told me that it wasn't quite time yet, she did tell me I could do like some practice pushes. Um, and so that was another thing that I liked was I was able to push in different positions. Mm -hmm. Um, and so they, I did some practice pushes and we honestly aren't exactly sure how long I pushed. What do we think? Like maybe 30 minutes? Yeah. Yeah, that seems about right. I was totally... Justin was like, I think you pushed for two hours because like, you have no concept of time <laughs> yeah, in the moment. totally. But later, we we had a birth photographer, which also was mm-hmm. like one of my favorite decisions that we made. But we can see the clock in the background. Later, mm-hmm. when I started pushing, mm-hmm. and or like when I was pushing in a certain position, Justin was like, oh yeah, I'm way off on the time. Like I, you did not push nearly as long as I thought you did. So it was yeah. not two hours. We think it was 30 minutes. Yeah. But one thing that also I felt, I found that seemed to help me like cope and manage with manage the pain was I literally had my eyes closed like the whole time. Mm -hmm. I think it just helped me like block everything else out Mm -hmm. and like just be in the moment. Mm -hmm. And so I really have no idea like what was going on or, Mm -hmm. you know, I could obviously hear things and I could have opened my eyes. Mm -hmm. I just felt like that was easier for me. Mm -hmm. But so yeah, I, we think maybe 30 minutes 
So they finally like are yelling, okay, the doctor's coming. And I remember yelling at her across the room, like to get her gown on. I was like, hurry, hurry. Like yelling at her. Anyway, I apologize later. I was like, I'm so sorry. She's like, I've had much worse things. Aww. So, That's so um, funny. But, and, and actually I was not, like, I never got angry. I didn't cuss. I didn't, mm. I was never crazy. Like in, mm. when I was, you know. No, that was the craziest I got when. When I was yelling at her, I was like so ready to push. Um, but anyway, so, yep, I was, that was like, that got super intense for sure. Very painful. Um, delivered his head and she actually told me, which. Well, I, really quick. So oh, like, yeah, yeah. I was always the guy that was like, oh, I'm just going to stay up at the head. I don't mm-hmm. want to see what's going on down there. Um, but I guess curiosity got the best of me and I just I wanted to see like, I don't know, that, that moment when yeah. the baby was coming out. So it was just like crazy. Yeah. So Justin did watch the head be delivered and actually it was so cool so the doctor told me she said Sarah I want you to reach down Mm -hmm. and so I reached down and I this is something I've been telling Justin for forever I'm like I would love to like help pull my baby out which sounds so crazy and Justin would be like that's so weird why do you want to do that but I never told her that I wanted to do that ever I Mm -hmm. she knew that I was interested in women's health and had gone Mm -hmm. to PA school and loved this sort of thing so I don't know if that was part of it but anyway she was like I want you to reach down and I had no idea like what was happening and she was like I want you to like grab a hold I knew I was gonna cry at some point I don't know why it's <laughs> happening now but it is I just can't it's so cool so I reached down and I got to pull the baby out we still don't know the gender and one thing that we were pretty adamant about was I wanted Justin to get to announce the gender I didn't want like the doctor or the nurses or anyone to mm-hmm say so i pulled the baby out and i was freaking out because the doctor had told us a story where one, <laughs> like in the past one of the husbands had got the gender wrong and then he like, got nervous oh, no. he got nervous in the moment and said the wrong thing which and that's I, totally me like i get nervous <laughs> in like those situations and i'm like don't say this don't say this and then i say it so. yeah which i told him way before i went to labor i was like don't you dare play a trick on me and like tell yeah. me it's one gender and one yeah. it's the other but any, which Justin would never do that. He knows He knows I would not. And that's probably that not well. the right time to do that. <laughs> yeah. No. But so anyway, um, so I'm like, you know, holding the baby and Justin, what did you say? I announced it was a boy. It was a boy, which we totally thought it was a girl. The Both of us. Time, the whole you? pregnancy. Yeah. Which it's so funny now, after the fact, all of our friends and family People told us this, and then even people like my mom never told us the, what she mm-hmm. thought it was or what, you know, the gender mm-hmm. was or whatever. And we have come to find out that everyone thought it was a boy. Everyone, That's so funny. Except us. We thought it was a girl. So I was just shocked. Could not believe it was a boy. So anyway, they put him on my chest. He's screaming, crying. Um, and I honestly, I didn't cry. I did not cry in the moment. I think it was just so much like emotional, mental, mm-hmm. physical exhaustion and mm-hmm. shock that mm-hmm. I just like needed to process. Mm-hmm. But, um, and then. So what I, time was he born? He was born at 2.48 in the morning. Oh, I never, I didn't So say, you labored for. So 3.45 was like first contraction okay. until 2.48. So like 11 hours 11 from hours. first contraction to delivery. Which is still so short. It, yes, for sure. Like that's a very It could have been time. much worse. It could have been much yeah. worse. Well, so I guess I didn't say, so I ended up going Not into Not that I'm labor. saying it feels short. I know it probably no, felt no. like forever. No, I'm I'll thankful. Well, it flew by. It did. Clearly, we, we had no concept of time. It did not feel like it Right. Hours. No, yeah. 
Um, so I went into labor on his due date. You know, mm-hmm. my forty week appointment. They stripped my membranes. I went into labor that afternoon, and then he was born the next morning. Like <laughs> barely missed his due date. That's which, so funny. That's something that Justin kept joking whenever I wasn't going into labor, and we kept getting closer to forty mm-hmm. weeks. Justin was like, "It's probably a girl, and she's probably a rule follower just like you, and she's waiting <laughs> until her due date to come." <laughs> I but, love it. So anyway, um, so I mean, after that it was pretty uneventful. I did have a second degree tear. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was super nervous about them having to repair that since I didn't have an epidural, but mm-hmm. honestly it was not that big of a deal. Mm-hmm. And like you have this perfect baby now. And so mm-hmm. anyway, they, um, were great. They gave us time with him and mm-hmm. then they came back like an hour later and mm-hmm. weighed him. He weighed, mm-hmm. you want to tell, you can tell him what you weighed. <laughs> Six pounds. Thirteen ounces. Yes. I was gonna say she yeah. just said it. How tall is he? Nineteen and a half inches. Okay. So he was a little guy. He was forty weeks. He was so little. And he was only six pounds, thirteen ounces. And that's what we kept saying. He didn't need to come early. He needed to gain yeah. some weight. But um, also when they were weighing him, they like let me come over and like watch, but I wasn't sure if I was able to like he was bend like, down and touch him and like yeah, I was just, like standing there him. awkwardly. <laughs> and finally somebody was like, you know, you could like you like hug him and like hold his hand or whatever. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. So it was, so after they weighed him and stuff though, then Justin got to do skin to skin with him, which was mm-hmm. fun. And then I, I that. yeah. And Did then, you love that? Oh yeah. That was awesome. That was, was just it? like a really cool moment. And then like. We have some great pictures. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, Sarah was able to like, amazing. we were sitting right next to where Sarah was you know, in the hospital bed. So yeah, it was we were kind of just like talking back and forth. So it was a really cool moment with all three of us. Yeah. And so then I got to like breastfeed for the first time mm-hmm. and he was a champ. And How latched. long after do you feel like? So I don't remember like how long hours, we did skin though? to skin. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It was right after you finished doing skin to skin that then you brought him over. Is that quick or is that like a normal? I think that's pretty frame. normal. Yeah. So they give you... At least Unless something's wrong, obviously. Yeah. God so they give you an like an hour, um, like so. I was doing skin to skin with him for an hour, mm-hmm. and then they the nursery nurse came back, and that's when mm-hmm. they weighed him and did mm-hmm. all of that. And then Justin, I don't know how long you had him, and then I did. The other thing that I didn't say was so really it was a pretty very straightforward labor and delivery. Mm-hmm. Um, ne- like we never he was never in distress at all. I mm-hmm. never had any issues, so we were mm-hmm. super thankful. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just very, like, I progressed normally like I should mm-hmm. have. I didn't require any interventions. Mm-hmm. 100%, though, like I said, if something ever would have been in question, like mm-hmm. his safety or my safety, I would have been like, do whatever you need to mm-hmm. do. So I'm just thankful that it did work out the way mm-hmm. that I was hoping. I yeah. know that the next baby right. totally could be a different labor and delivery right. experience. Um but I'm just thankful the Lord totally answered our prayers and he got here safely. So the other thing, though... Um, we didn't know, so obviously we didn't know whether it was a boy or a girl, but mm-hmm. even then we went in with two boy names and two girl names, and we kept all the names a secret. Mm-hmm. We didn't tell anyone, um, and I think people have asked us like since, like, oh, what were your girl names or what was the other boy name, and I think we're, we're still keeping them a secret just in case we use yeah, them in the future. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it was such a process getting to those four names. Oh, I'm that- sure. So here's yeah. the deal. <laughs> Justin was very good at telling me what he did not like. He's not very good at telling me what he did like. But um, so we were pretty sure though. So we named him. You can tell him. You can say his name. We named him Prior Jack Williams. Yeah. So Jack is after my dad's dad. So my grandfather. Mm -hmm. And so all the names that we chose 
um, the middle name was a family name. Mm-hmm. And so we took I a little that. bit of creative freedom with the first name. Yeah. And we wanted something a little bit different. We've had mm-hmm. someone who will be like, I've never heard that name before, which it's typically a last name, mm-hmm. which we came to realize we tend to like last names for mm-hmm. first names. But um, so we were pretty sure if it was a boy, this is probably what we'd name him. So my grandfather just turned 90. So we Aww. knew like the odds of him being around if slash when we have another boy or whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. So we it was super special. And he actually got to come and meet him in the hospital. And that was when I cried. I we Aww. didn't tell any family the name or the gender until they got to the hospital. And I love that. That was when I cried for sure each time. Yeah. I'm but, not a crier at all, but literally that was probably oh. the only time that... Seeing my papa with him, yeah. Teared up. Literally, Justin and I have been together for almost 10 years, and I have never once, he has not cried once since we've been together. And yeah, watching the video, like later, of my (laughs) papa holding him and talking, yeah, it was really sweet. But, so we were pretty sure, though, like, he's laying, you know, at some point, I think it was pretty soon after he was born when he was still on my chest, we were like, is he a prior? We also wanted to wait (laughs) and see, like, what what does he look like? Yeah, I Um, get that. So, anyway, we were pretty sure. And then they took us to the mother baby floor. Mm-hmm. And we, I did not, I think it was probably, it was close to five when they took us to the mother baby floor. Mm-hmm. And Justin was like, okay, let's try to sleep some. But I like was way too, like too much adrenaline. Yeah. And I think I was you being might too have slept practical. A, yes. <laughs> I, I think you might have slept a tiny bit. Yeah. I got. A full hour of sleep. So that was awesome. <laughs> yeah. Full 40 Felt minutes. so rested once <laughs> yeah. I woke up. So, and then we had, my family came at like 7.15 and brought us breakfast. Aw. So, yeah. I love that. And then we had family come the rest of the day. Who brought him the birthday cake? Did you plan the birthday cake? Oh, yeah, yeah. So we had a birthday cake I just him. love it. So I, love I always said cake. I wanted a birthday cake um, mm-hmm. in the hospital because, yeah, it's their birthday. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love cake. But, <laughs> but so yeah, it you deserved it. Let's be honest. This is true. <laughs> so it wasn't something obviously that we could like really plan. Mm-hmm. So it was a cake they got from a local bakery and it was so yummy and it was really pretty and had happy birthday baby really prior cute. on it. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't something we could plan because we didn't know the gender, didn't know the name. Mm-hmm. So my mom actually picked it up the next day. So we okay. had, we ended up having the cake the next day which was the day we got discharged. So they typically, I think the rule of thumb is like they keep you two nights in the hospital mm-hmm. But I was like, okay, well, how soon can I go home? And they were like, if you're feeling okay and mm-hmm. you're not having any complications and the baby's doing okay, mm-hmm. they were like, we will let you go home the next day. So I had him at 2.48 a.m. on a Tuesday, and we went home. We got discharged Wednesday afternoon. Did you really? Yeah. So wow. I was like, as soon as I can be out here and in my own bed. Yeah. 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 We just, you just don't get though. great quality sleep. They're right. They All check on you night. constantly. Yeah. Yeah. And you're right, it's not your bed. Like yes. you're not gonna sleep well. This is so true. Not that you probably slept well when you got home either, but actually he has been, knock on wood, a great sleeper, even from the beginning. I mean, obviously he was mm-hmm. waking up to eat during the night. Um, but I mean, he really but never been. pulled like an all nighter. No, and thankfully, <laughs> you know, you hear like, the, oh, they have their days and their nights mixed up, and we didn't have to deal with any That's of that. Good. But yeah. what is there anything else that I know I did most of the talking? Sorry, Justin. Um, is there anything else that you like have to add that like, like from your perspective, or things that like I missed or? No, I mean I think you covered most of it. I think maybe later on in the podcast we'll kind of go through what we brought to the hospital. Oh yeah, oh, that's it a great was idea. Super helpful. Yeah. yeah, I did a ton of research, and I feel like 
I am bragging a little bit, but I feel like I did a really good job. Like literally everything that we took to the hospital, we used. It's awesome. And there was nothing that we realized we needed when we got there that we that's didn't awesome. have. So yeah. Oh, that's perfect. Yeah, that was, yeah. We'll talk about that at some point for sure. Yeah. yeah. Well, thanks guys. Yeah. I love it so much. I just, I could listen a thousand times. Like we could record the same podcast again and I'd be sitting here still like yeah. crying with my mouth wide open because it's so fun. It was the best. It was the hardest, but the best thing that I've ever done. Mm-hmm. And I would do it all again tomorrow for him. It was mm-hmm. the best. Which you will have a birth story to share so I just, soon. I cannot <laughs> even fathom. I know. And we'll see what happens there. Maria's from the world of medicine, too. And that's but, okay. But I also have so many crunchy friends, and I've always wanted a baby. So I'm like, is this what I was made for? We'll see what happens. We've already talked about how my parents and our families would take it. If I said I'm doing a natural birth, they would be like, you have lost your mind. Well, at the end of the but day, we'll <laughs> at the end of the day, you will have a baby. You will leave the hospital oh, yeah, with totally. a baby, and you will be a mom. So it doesn't totally. matter how the baby gets here. Exactly. But so. we'll see. We have a while to figure it out. Yes, you do. Yeah. Well, thanks, you guys. It was awesome. Yeah. I loved it. Yeah. Thank you for joining us. If you enjoyed this episode, it would be helpful if you would subscribe or leave us a rating and review. And feel free to follow us and join the conversation at the Cold Coffee Podcast on Instagram or Facebook. We wish we could have coffee with each of you, but since we can't, we'd love to send a gift card to the first two people who share this episode on their Instagram story and tag us in the post. Once again, thanks for joining us on the Cold Coffee Podcast.